0: Five, four, three, two one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA. We're gonna be talking about the ANA today, which is almost the same except huge big money making machine from all the national advertisers of America. and uh, but they have some good content and uh, and Lisa Smith is a very, very big encourager of the show. So thank you for that, Lisa. and off we go to start. But first, First, um, first we want to hear from Ryan Reynolds, who is opposed to the uh, pumpkin spice takeover at this time of year. And for aviation gin, it's National Negroni Day, which uh, now he's going to make this drink. And first, take one part each of bitter red liqueur. I don't know what bitter and red liqueur is. Sweet vermouth. And vermouth. Over ice. Bermude. Looks like Take an old-fashioned pumpkin meat. Pumpkin-spiced cinnamon stick,
1: and shove it right up your
0: ass. Then, okay, well, we he doesn't like the pumpkin spice aviation. cinnamon stick. So then he gets really upset about why we go nuts on pumpkin spice, and uh, then he gets to come back and say and say sorry. It's come to my attention that pumpkin spice has quite a lot of fans. And a powerful political lobby. So, on behalf of Aviation American Gin, its parent company Diageo, we'd like to wholesale apologize for our previous commercial. Help me. Help. <laughs> it's nearly fall. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that must be a deal. When he sold the company to Diageo, he must have made a deal that he would continue to do ads for them, <laughs> or something. Let's get to the back story for a second. Okay, let's go over here. Okay, the flavor has become synonymous with fall, but the gin brand founder isn't sold on it. So I think they came up with Negroni Week. Actor Ryan Reynolds is making his feelings about pumpkin spice drinks very clear. Starbucks made pumpkin spice flavor popular in starting in 2003, Is one of the most popular seasonal offerings. Um, The spot comes from the actor's own agency, Maximum Effort. Okay. And uh, I looked at a lot of ads today to get you something interesting. And this was probably one of the best ones. Okay. So we'll skip on to that. Okay. Here's... I touched on this study a couple... Like a week ago. Um, And another... Another... uh, Another article went, oops, I don't know if I'm live or not. Let's try refreshing over here. I can I edit these things out in the podcast. So if you've ever tried the podcast, it's a little more cleaned up. Okay, so new ANA study shows marketers still favor email for direct ads. And this is from ANANet. Um, <clears throat> there's a subhead. But when you, I couldn't find it either in pocket or in, unless you go to the actual original, the subhead is really pretty good. Direct mail still leads ROI by a wide margin. Wouldn't you think that would be the number one thing to say about this study? Seems like it for me. Uh, Maybe this study says more about what marketers care about, which is popularity, than ROI. And this is one of the reasons we feel like posers, because many of us are posers. <laughs> many of us are worried more about doing the, the current shiny object than about making money for our companies. And that's, I think, always held back the direct mail since the invention of the Internet. So email is king. It says uh, most people... Use that, 82% use, uh, has an 82% usage. Now, I don't know if that, I mean, if I'm doing a direct mail campaign, of course, for a client, I will email them the model, right? I'll email them the circulation. They'll email me the target circulation. I'll email them back. So we're using email, but I don't think that counts. I hope that's not what they're talking about. Do you use email? Okay, sure. in in addition to stack or whatever it's called stash something uh social media came in at 74 percent okay direct mail was only 38 percent so if you think there's a big direct mail revival this would suggest otherwise now this is from 20 this was published i mean this article is from 2022 and it was about a study in 2021 um Email usage has declined 6% since the 2018 previous study. um, And social media went up 17% since the last study. But uh, traditional methods, this is really funny. Talk about elliptical here. In terms of ROI, survey respondents indicated that while they they certainly make use of modern technology in their direct marketing efforts, traditional methods such as sending messages in a letter-sized envelope via the U.S. post office can be remarkably effective. Doesn't that sound quaint? Talk about patronizing. <laughs> you know, there's probably, well, we're going to get into it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat my AI and why it works in mail and it doesn't work with any other medium. Okay? Just just give you a heads up on that. Okay. But those who use this antiquated, old-fashioned U.S. Postal Service got a 112% ROI, okay? Email was at 93%, which means that that 121% means for every dollar spent, you get another dollar, basically. You get back $2 of EBITDA profit. That's the way I read it, okay? I don't know. There, so few marketers know how to calculate ROI, I don't trust this at all. But let's just say, okay, for every, whereas email, for every dollar you put in, you get ninety three, which doesn't sound that big a difference, right? But it may not be that at all. It could be that what they mean is, is that for every dollar, you get $1. twelve, and of EBITDA profit versus 93 cents, which means email costs you money Every time you do it, which isn't the end of the world either if you're prospecting. Okay, but the point is, is I care more about how they calculate ROI than I care about who got what percent. I think this is funny. Letter size envelopes to prospect lists pulled 112%, whereas postcards to house file. Now, it depends on what that means. You know, that could be lead follow-up. It doesn't have to be customers. Pulled 92% ROI. So that's in line with email. And is that each email or is that an email campaign? It would be hard to believe that it would be each email because the readership is so small on, on email. This important study demonstrates that traditional forms of direct marketing continue to be powerful engines for accelerating brand growth, according to Bob Leotis. I don't know how to pronounce Bob's last name. I've heard him speak before. Um, the findings will help marketers plan and optimize their marketing mix and drive sustainable long-term growth. Okay, you'd think that, right? But um, the survey respondents also said overall they plan to increase their use of email, paid search, social media, and SMS, but nobody said that <laughs> nobody said they were going to increase their use of mail, which tells you something. There were 1,200 responses. Most more B to C uh, than wait wait B to C campaigns were the most frequent type, followed by B to C. That must be a typo. Okay, it must be B to B. I would I don't know which. It's hard to say. <laughs> they they got the same thing in there twice, so it can't we can't discern that one. Um, the largest industry was technology and communication, so I'm guessing it was B to B. Yeah, followed by B 2 B products. Okay, so that's probably right. Mostly the respondents came from small companies with annual revenues of twenty five million or less, fifty six percent. So that's probably why they're they're not doing mail, because you know, you'd have to commit most of your marketing budget to getting enough to be statistically significant to know what's going on. Okay, so why mail? And I wrote this, got published by A a month ago, not even and uh, you might have heard about it. And um, A- I, was, I was pondering the AI problem. Gartner, according to pu- industry publications, back in about 2017, predicted that half of finance, A- finance AI projects will be delayed or canceled by 2024. So half of them will fail completely. Okay uh and this wasn't the in 2020 17 they had a prediction but this was another article and i have the link for the article okay this was from 2022 so it hasn't really changed dramatically um and so i started pondering why ai could work in mail uh, which gives you some idea of the some idea of the power of mail that you're probably not tapping into um So anyway, this is a a little bit of history. We're going to skip all this. But according to the AI study, Gartner AI study, how is it that we could achieve massive success with machine learning while others saw only failure? I, I thought about that for three years, and then I figured it out. The reason we could do machine learning was connected to the medium of direct mail marketing. You got that? Direct mail has something baked in. We know who we advertise to. We also know that the mail is delivered to a decision maker and direct mail forces a decision because direct mail does not throw itself away. Play that back if you didn't catch it, okay? And uh, so we know, we know who the engaged non-buyer is. No other medium knows the engaged non-buyer, the person that was actually paying attention but didn't respond. They know the responders. They don't know who was in front of the TV or not, or in front of the monitor or not, or paying attention or not. They don't know, they don't have an embedded decision because all other media throws itself away. So there's a billboard and it's big as life, but you're looking at your speedometer, you're playing with your cell phone or something happens, yelling at the kids in the backseat, and you just don't see it. Plus, we don't know who you are. You're driving by, unknown. That is the way media works. And I don't care if it's digital or TV or cable or trackable or whatever, okay? And that pairing, it's called a labeled data set, is required for AI. Who looked at it and bought? Who looked at it and didn't buy? Direct mail has a built-in labeled data set. Not only are the buyers known, but also the households who saw Engaged and decided not to buy. No other media can claim to know the engaged non-buyers. Direct mail may be slow, expensive, difficult, but is the most cutting-edge medium for discovering who your real customers are and what makes them buy. So before you spend millions or tens of millions to explore AI, or just go with social media and email because it's cool and the cool kids do it, understand that without direct mail, it's nearly impossible to achieve ROI and to understand why, which is the more important thing. The other thing is is that if you do some mail, and by doing some mail, I mean put a couple of hundred thousand pieces in the mail because for statistical validity, That's a good place to start, 100,000, 200. We used to, in the 80s, tell people we wouldn't work with you unless you put 250,000 pieces in the mail day one, okay? And those were $25 million companies. And we're big companies. We're huge companies, okay? So doing that can then fuel your other media choices because now you start to know who your buyer is And you let the market tell you, not just some survey, not just some third-party cookies, etc. Okay. So, lastly, I want to talk about exclamation points from Craig Huey. I think I may have covered this before, but I keep skipping it, so I'm not sure. Uh, He says, too many exclamation points make your copy sound cheesy or, even worse, unbelievable. So, the wrong way to write the headline is easy to understand you even get email contacts. Email contacts aren't that valuable, so he says you should say you even get email contacts, right? That's the right way to do it, okay? Easy to understand. You even get email contacts. The wrong way is the secret to a crash-proof portfolio, you know, and that's a big claim, crash-proof portfolio. So it doesn't belong there so he says write it without the without the exclamation point products that are serious in nature like financial products as well as luxury items that are expensive will rarely use exclamation points in print advertising you can increase credibility and in response if you use the marks right you can decrease credibility and response if you use exclamation parts wrongly i think it should be because you use is being modified i think an adjective goes with a verb anyway but also should have added test 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 because obviously it depends on the offer and it depends on the market and that i was surprised was left out by craig huey anyway have a great day like and repost don't forget the articles both of these articles all three i'll be over in the wdma.org in just a few minutes right thank you for those reposts let's see if did anybody chat oops cipher. hey when i reset it slack david foley says was the name of it <laughs> no that's not stack <laughs> anyway thanks for that david uh be sure to check out david's direct marketing newsletter because he has a lot of good tips on direct mail. I just got mine in the mail yesterday, but I haven't read it yet. Have a great day. Like and post. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.